Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How we doing, Rob? Pretty good, Wayne. Pretty good. How you doing today, buddy? Doing well. Uh, before we get to our topic today, which is working for friends and family, um, just a real point of clarification on the last podcast we had when my brother was talking about uh, using the uh, door skin for uh, for your uh, stair treads and your, you know your, your, the jig for stair treads and risers. Um, I listened to it back, and um, he said one thing that I don't know if it came if came across right. So I'll see if I can clarify it. When you put the uh, door skin or the uh, Luan, or as you call it, or the quarter inch, you know, plywood, the jig, uh, uh, when you next to the uh, to the skirt boards, if there's a bump in the skirt board, you know, the skirt board's got a, you know, it's not quite uh, square, like there's a there's a belly in it or something. You can use that Luan or whatever you want to call it, or door skin, and use a pencil and scribe that to the stair tread in case it's not square. Well, you'd never be able to do that with uh, with any other jig that I know of. So that's just uh, just one more um, uh, thing I want to clarify. So, okay, that's it. Um, I actually had a lot of people that uh, called me about that already, that episode. So good stuff. Rob? Yeah, that was a good one. I need your expert advice here. Working for friends and family. Working for friends and family. So that's the show today, working for friends and family? Correct. It's going to be a quick show. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you this, next week. This has been another episode of uh, On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. And did we just save you guys a ton of headaches and a ton of money? You know, on this podcast, if you're a contractor and you have a friend or family member that says, hey, you know what? When do you come over here and, you know, do, do my floors for me? Give me a discount on my floors. Give me a deal on my floor. <laughs> just, just send them to this podcast. Right. Yeah. We'll save you yes. a lot of a, another public service announcement by the on the floor guys. That way you don't have to give them the bad news. It's coming from us. Um a lot of lot of feelings about this, and we've probably all had experience. I mean, if you're in the trade and people knows it know that you do floors, at some point or another, one of your friends or family members have come and asked you to, you know, give them a deal doing a floor. And um, I've certainly experienced it. I, I, I had my uh, sister-in-law. I've said this before. I, she was an architect at the time, making a tremendous amount of money. Uh, in Berkeley, California, she had a, uh, a floor that she wanted to sand and refinish. So I said, I'm only going to charge you for my brother's time. Right? That's all I'm going to charge you for. I'm not going to charge you for you know my time or labor or whatever. Okay? Like a dummy. Like a dummy. Okay, so we sand the floors, and then three quarters of the way through the sanding, it she goes, "Oh, and I want to do a white stain too." <laughs> I'm not making it up. And um, <laughs> Doug, Doug fir white stain. Okay, two things. I, I hate sanding Douglas fir floors. Every time I did one, I swore it would be my last. And then she wants to put a white stain on it. And then she was an architect making a, a, a lot of money, and sold the house. I think maybe a year later. I don't even know. It was quite quite a year. And at the dinner table was telling me how much. Couldn't believe how much money she made when she sold the house. But that wasn't the kicker. 
Those never, were your floors that sold the house. Absolutely. So the and she'll never listen to this podcast. So I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't. You can even call her if you want. I don't. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I was not going to use any close names or you know references. People know who they are. Yeah. Some well, of the people I'll be talking about listen to this podcast, so they got it coming. Yeah. Big well, time. I don't have that much decorum as you. I, I'm going to go ahead <laughs> out and say it. Um, so, um, when, um, the, the, that, the kicker to me was Rob, wasn't all that was that when I told her how much it was going to be for, for, you know, covering for John's labor and wages and everything, she questioned me on you know, her comment was, God, you pay him that much money. He makes that much. So I'm going to write the check. Oh. To you or, uh, oh. yeah, talk about insulting man. I mean, I didn't charge you for my time, my labor. Uh, all that stuff, and I learned. I have a few rules when when friends or family ask me uh, to do floors for them. So, you know, I was uh, I, I like how you sent your notes over about seven minutes before the podcast, so I could look at everything. I, I'm sorry, man. I was swamped that, today. You know what? Once again, uh, I know you and I talked about this. Uh, I think was it last night or this morning. How we haven't done this podcast, how it took almost a hundred episodes in to do yeah. this podcast. This podcast is huge. Yeah. Right away, I'm, I looked at all your, you know, I just had a bunch of notes on all the nightmares that happened to me and different people and, you know, all that stuff. You have a definite set of rules and regulations here. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to cover the gambit here. This is why everybody listening, this is another Wayne. You got to write this one up, send it out, just like everybody wanted your contract. This is a nice set of rules to go by when you're working for friends and family, just yeah. to get it completely out in the open. Yeah. So you know, I I I think, and what I've learned over the years is, um, you don't mix business with pleasure. Don't mix, don't mix uh, what you do for a living with friends or family. And I'll tell you another example that I had, Rob. When you get old like this, you get lots of examples. I did a, I did a floor for a guy who was a friend of mine that I used to lift weights with all the time. Sorry I said that. I know I'm going to be, you know, all right, all right. I know. But but um, good guy, you know. I mean, when I say we're friends, like, you know, we, we worked out together. We didn't socialize a whole lot together, you know what I mean? I mean, a little bit, but not a whole lot. I knew him really well. We got along fantastic. But I didn't really know his wife so well. And she seemed like a nice lady until we went to work for her. And mind you, we're giving her a discount. I mean, a big-time discount. And you talk about a picky, picky person. And I, here's the thing. The job went fine. You know, everything went fine everything. But along the way, she wasn't necessarily very pleasant to be around or work with. And it changed my feeling about her forever. You know what I mean? I mean, no, I, 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 Yes. I know exactly what you mean. I always felt like she never quite appreciated what she got. And so there's another th way I have around that. And I, I'll talk about that. But I really got feeling she never appreciated it. She never, ever appreciated it. And I took time out of my schedule and took time out of my weekend and, and did this for them. And uh, uh, so that always left a bad feeling in my, you know, kind of taste in my mouth about, about them. So, um, 
you know, that's another reason. I really feel like here's the other thing too. And I, I had somebody tell me this that this is what they do, and I think it's it's not a bad idea if you're going to work for them. Let's say it's a job that you would normally charge three thousand dollars for. You say, all right, you know, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to I'm going to charge you half of what it is. What he does is he writes up the estimate just like it was a regular customer. He puts the price down just like it was ready. Itemized, you know, three thousand dollars and and you know all the material and all this blah blah blah. blah. Make sure they see that big number, and at the bottom, he'll put discount, and he'll put the price that he charges them. That's not a bad idea. At least that way they see that, hey, this is the value of what. Because you know what happens all the time too, Rob? Even when you give someone a deal, they always go, huh, it's that much, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm and one of those that, people. Yeah. I, I, I am like that, so I know I have to. I think I talked about this before, but it was a great lesson that I learned from my Uncle Fred. Write down everything on the bill. When you hand yeah. them the bill or the estimate, write down everything. Because I had I one time wrote up a contract and, you know, he looked at me and he goes, well, what about, uh, you know, replacing the gutters? And what about this? And what about the edge boards that we had talked about? I go, yeah, that was all part of it right there. He goes, no. I go, we... We don't charge for that. He goes, I know we don't charge for that. He goes, write it down, though. Write it down, and then right next to it, no charge. Like, putting the, you know, removing the carpet and disposing of the carpet. Write down, removal is this, disposal is free, or, or whatever. So people can understand, and they see what they're getting. Like, yeah. exactly what you just said. Write it out and then write out exactly the discount and everything you're going to give them. Great idea. Be yep. Because it's awkward enough. Okay. The whole thing yeah. is awkward. I had one guy said, you know, it's he's, he literally said this to me. And he had been on some of our jobs. So he knew how noisy it was. He knew how hot it was. He knew that he knew how hard it was, you know? Yeah. So he goes, look, I just want a couple of the bedrooms done. He goes, why don't you come over this weekend, do the floors, I'll get some beers, cook some steaks, you know, yeah. it'll be great. <laughs> I go, yeah, <laughs> it'll be really great. I go, you know, even though you say you just want to do it over the weekend, it's still, you know, it's still four days for me. Set up, yeah. go, you know, I'm still in and out of here four days and. Yeah. I said, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, so you're just going to pay me in steak and beer. Mm -hmm. And you think that'll be fun. That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, I said, all right, so here's the deal. I'm going to keep track of every hour that I work for you. And then you owe me that back. Whether you're coming over to mow my lawn, paint my house, go get my oil changed. How about we work it that way? He finally, he finally figured out, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I should pay you. Here's the estimate. Yeah. But with that said, not all family and friends jobs that I did were bad because some of them with friends, I did some really good bartering. Bartered a heating system, bartered a truck. I mean, did some really good bartering and everybody was happy with that. I'm I'm a big fan of the barter system. I think I might have talked about it before. I even bartered my own wedding reception, okay? 
true true story. We, me and two of my buddies, we sanded eight lanes at this community center where the where we held the wedding. It was a great big wedding hall and everything. No money exchanged hands. We just did the work and it was perfect. So, you know, bartering could be a way to approach family and friends too. Just out of just to just to help things along for the IRS, your address is. <laughs> I don't know if the IRS can touch a barter, can they? No, it's been too long. I'm sure you'll be fine. But yeah, actually, I think they can. You don't barter. The IRS, what do they get out of the deal? They don't Nothing. get anything out of that deal. They yeah, want but I didn't, get, I didn't get any money either. Tax. Yeah, but they want the tax money you should have got and the tax money your buddy should have got. All right. Um, Here, here's, 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 the thing about the here's the thing about the barter thing that I don't like. If the guy's a skilled, like if he's a craftsman, okay, that's one thing. He's doing a tile job for you doing a floor job. Okay, maybe that's a consideration. But for mowing my lawn, you schmuck. You know how much you you know how much talent it takes to do floors. Now I and never bartered that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I said, my big barters were the wedding, yeah, the truck, and the heating system. All good was, barters. Was it your wedding or your daughter's wedding? My wedding. Okay. Because if it was your daughter's wedding, you could hold that over her forever. You know what I had to do? I remember my father-in-law when I got married, the look of disgust. Of, of I know he felt like, I can't believe I'm spending this money on this kid. And uh, you know, he, I felt a twinge of guilt, even though he he spent very little, precious little. I'm just going to bring the whole family down. I'm going to get <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to, my. But one of my family members will go, hey, you should listen to Wayne on the podcast. He, he's, he's brought us all down, man. But um, no, you, thought you didn't I, like I, him. You thought you didn't like him. Wait till you hear the podcast. Yeah, I can't believe what he said about you and what, his sister-in-law. Um, but, but yeah, the barter thing I get if it's another skilled craftsman. If it's not, uh, then I have a problem with that. But here's the reason. And here's the reason why you don't do. And it, the number one reason why you don't work, do work for friends or family is because you are tied to that floor for the rest of your life. And, you know, you want to enjoy yourself on Thanksgiving. You know, you want to come over for a holiday. You just want to have a beer. You just want to watch the game. Hey, um, you see that scratch I got? Are you able to, uh, you, you know, I, I didn't think it would scratch like that. Did you, do you think you could fix that? Is that a big deal? Or, you know, all these questions that you're going to come across, man, and that, that when you in your free time, that was when you the, the exact time that you don't want to talk about work is when you're out with your buddy. And here's the other thing: we all got good friends that you know, super good guy. Man, does he love his Harley Davidson? Oh my God! He, I mean, that thing is cleaner than 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 you could eat off that thing. I mean, it's unbelievable how clean he is. That's a, maybe a, a clue that he's a neat freak. Right, you like them on a because you on the Harley Davidson or whatever. You respect the fact that it's clean and everything, but now you're in his house and doing his floors, and now he's still that neat freak, he's still that picky dude. But now it's you, you know what I mean? So another, it's another way. That's why it's good not to have a lot of friends in life, Rob. You know, it, it's another way. That's why my grandfather told me around Christmas time you should you said right up to Christmas time, like the month before, be super nice to everybody and then go silent. That way you don't have to buy another for nobody, you know, no obligations. You know, you said you're married to that floor for the rest of your life. 
Yeah. And everywhere you, okay. Just such a classic. And I know, you know, we had talked about this before. All right. So Wayne, like you said, you're married to the floor. It's holidays and you have to go sit on that floor. What's your number one thing that you are, the the worst phone call you're going to get two months after you do an install? What is it? Floors cupping. Floors cupping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Eve, my daughter's house, her brand new house. She had only been in there a few months. Dad did the floors pre R540. Okay. Walked in the door, sat down. She goes, Do you notice all the cupping everywhere in front of the whole family? And then my wife is like, Oh my God, what? Rob, what did you do? <laughs> that's, that's brutal. I took every precaution possible, right? I did everything. And it's not on a slab. It was on plywood. The plywood, everything was dry. It was just one of those things, okay? Just one of those things. And, of course, yeah. you know, that was a freebie. Well, it's my kid. I mean, right? I'm not well, going to charge my kids. But anybody else in the family, you're I getting don't know charged. about that. I'm not sure about that rule either. Here's the way I look at that. You put them kids through school or whatever. Those kids, that kid married, that kid married somebody who's rich. You know what I mean? You hit that kid up. As a matter of fact, you go back to that guy, her husband, and borrow money from her or from him without her knowing. Okay. Right? If they get rich, I'll send them a bill. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But the or thought, you- the thought of sending one of my kids a bill, I, I, I could probably see Pauline moving out over that one. Yeah, I don't have kids. There, there is not going to be, no, there is absolutely no money involved when it comes with the kids and my wife. Now, if it was me, if, you know, yeah. Pauline and I weren't together, hell yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be sending them a bill. Yeah, because I think 100% you should send your kids a bill. Absolutely. But yeah. my wife doesn't. And, you know, the whole happy wife, happy life thing. Uh, that's not going to happen. So, so Rob, I, I do have a rule that I think pe- people should follow just for their own sake. If they, uh, if they ever do uh, uh, work for friends and family, um, is that if you're going to turn around and sell that, if you're fixing the floors up to turn around and sell that house, if you sell that house within a year, then here's my bill. You know what I mean? It's one thing to do, uh, you know, floors for someone that they're, they're going to enjoy and live on or whatever. But if they're just having you do the floor so they can turn around and sell the house, especially in the housing market. I said this before, like when I did my sister-in-law's house in, in, in uh, Berkeley, the housing market was off the charts. I mean, you did, you know, if you bought the house for, I think she bought for like really back then, like 130,000 and sold like 840 or something like that. You know what I mean? Just mm. ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money. And I'm sitting across from her at, at Thanksgiving, you know, the beautiful white stained floors that I did for her and you walk in, that's what you really saw about that house. And I got not out of it, even question how much I pay my brother. I, 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 those things I'd let go though. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Of course. No, uh, but, no, no. How long yeah, ago was that? 30? Oh, almost 30 years, but uh, third, about 30 uh, years ago. I'm about ready to forgive her. So I'm getting uh-huh. there. 
But that's one thing. Uh, I think you should say, look, man, I'm doing these floors for you and I'm discounting this floor. I'm doing it for $1,500. It should be $3,000, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. I'll do these floors for a friend. It's a lot of time and money off me, whatever. But if you sell that house or if you're fixing it to sell it, here's my price. Just when you when you sell the house, pay me pay me then. Does that make sense? That sound reasonable to you? That sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And I like once again, can't stress to the guys out there listening. Play this podcast for family and friends when you're gonna when you're gonna do their work for them. Okay. We're gonna save you a ton of headaches because right now I'm gonna talk about the worst headache I had working for family and friends. Getting paid. Believe it or not getting paid seemed to be the most awkward time. I had a few of them that just didn't pay to the point where I had to actually ask them for the money. And they're like, oh, geez, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even after I gave them a so-called bill, you know, with the discount and all that stuff. So if you're out there, you guys... Play this podcast for them. You'll get your money a little quicker. All right. Have something yeah. in place. That's the height of an insult, man, is when you. Oh, right it was. And I, you know, I get it. It was back when, you know, we were much younger and we were doing floors for people our own age. And, you know, they had just bought a house and they were strapped for cat. You know, you know the deal. I, I, I get it and everything. But yeah. still. A little something for the effort, you know. Yeah. Even if they had said, "Hey, here's half," you know, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get you the rest whenever. But that seemed to be crazy awkward, and I never knew how. Uh, I, I never knew a good way of approaching it. You know, I never wanted to sound like I'm a greedy bastard. But here's you know, what I look you back now, and I, I should have. Here's what you could have done. Okay, look, I, I maybe you're strapped for money. I don't know, and I know you have an office job. So why don't we do this? I worked in your house for eight hours. There's my van right there and all my tools. And I want you to carry all them tools upstairs and downstairs and back upstairs and do all that for uh, and go up and down and do jumping jacks and sit-ups for the next six hours. Okay? <laughs> and then I'll, I'll call it even. Or you pay me my money. How about that? Right? You know, I, have I, one, I have one member of the family, after we did the job, called me. And said, hey, when are you coming back to put the closet doors and the radiator covers back on? Hmm. <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm not. You, you yeah. can do that. Well, I'm not really sure how to do it. I go, well, it's a good time to figure the hell out. Okay? Yeah. I go, you got to be kidding me. So there there could be a couple other. I'm, I'm looking for options. I'm, I'm saying, you know, I, I, I give you my opinion, but I'm also throwing some options out there. OK, which one of them could be that. All right. If you want me to do the floors for you, we got there's tear out to do, you know, in order to do this, we got to tear out the carpet. We got to, you know, do this. We got to tear out the tax strip. We got to get rid of the staples and, and all these other things. Then you got to roll up your sleeves, too, and work with them. I'm just saying it's another option that at least you got some skin in the game and you realize how hard this work is and what have you. So that might be a, another consideration. Um, or you can consider this. He's a good friend, super good friend. Maybe you 
I, I don't, and I'd almost rather do this than do it for money is volunteer. You know what I mean? There is another option to say, look, man, I'll do it for you. I'm not going to charge you because of friendship or whatever. So I've, I've talked to other guys that say that that's a, that's a way that they kind of like doing it. If they're going to do it, if it's a super good friend, lifelong friend, you don't want to exchange the money. Um, that is another option rather than get, get the money. You just do them because he's your, he's a dear friend. Don't have any friends like that myself. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm walking, I'm reading the one here. If it was free, they better be rolling up their sleeves. I like yeah. where you're going with that. But, um, we had a buddy that we did a floor for and, uh, he's like, look, uh, you know, he was kind of strapped, you know, and I get it. So uh, he said, you know, can I work with you guys to, and I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, turned out he, he was a floor man savant. You wow. know, I just showed him how to lay out a little bit. You know, it was, it, first it was the install. We didn't use him for sanding, just install. But he'd always work like factory type jobs, you know. And once he started laying floors, it was that was pretty cool. That was, you know, like I said, they weren't all bad stories about friends and family. But you never saw anybody get so excited taking pictures of, you know, how far we got today and what it looked like before. And just really got into the whole thing. Where he started, he didn't start his own business, but he started laying floor for all of his family and friends. So if he was laying unfinished, he'd call us to have come and sand it and everything. But he didn't go into business for himself. But like I said, he didn't, he did floors for anybody that he could find that he knew. He loved it. I mean, he really got into it. It was, it was hysterical to see. I mean, he just got emotional about it i kept saying i said why don't you why don't you leave the factory man and you know jump out he goes well you know i'm in management i got you know benefits and you know i got time in and all that he said but talk about he just loved doing the floors it was that was pretty cool so that was a happier story than i thought it was going to be no that because, was a good story yes because i if you you when you started out saying he was he, it turned out he was like a floor man savant. See, that's even a problem. Because you know, I tell everybody this, oh, you don't understand how hard this is, man. This is good. <laughs> not what it looks like to the average eye, what we're doing here. I mean, you know, it's it's pretty technical. And if a guy comes in there and knocks it out of the park, well, you just lost your edge, right? My my wife is brilliant, and I'll, I'll say I've given one compliment about family members here. My wife is actually incredibly smart. She hasn't never done anything with floors. I mean, she married married me, but she's never worked in this world. Her dad was a construction superintendent, and I think she gets it from him because he was, the, and I'm not kidding, the smartest man I've ever known in my life. Uh, president company excluded, of course, Rob. Thank you. Um, and I was I was doing uh, my own my own floor and. Uh, you know, it was an out of the box floor and I had this thing. I was trying to figure out the best way to do it. And she's looking at me and she's hold, basically holding the end of the board and blah, blah. And she goes, why don't you do it like this? And she was right. I went, damn. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. So I said, you know, of course that's the option. I know, but I, what I, I've got to consider everything. 
because there's other things you don't understand coming down the road. But this is all bull bullshit coming out of my mouth now because she was dead right. And so I, I couldn't just give it up like that. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, so, you know, someone coming on board and killing it is, you know, unless you're unless you hired him as an employee, is not such a good thing, too, sometimes. You got to be a sponge, man. Got to be yeah. a sponge. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about a, a different scenario of working for family and friends. When I've worked with my son on his jobs. That's a whole new working for family type thing. Yeah. Yeah, that can that's be. A, that's a that's a different paint job altogether. That's a that's a yeah. I had I have to change. I had to change my ways. His ways aren't wrong, and he's as stubborn as anybody I've ever met. And he's a perfectionist, so he's a stubborn perfectionist. I say things like, "That goes away. People don't see that." That mm -hmm. you, you know you. <laughs> You're crawling around on your hands and knees. That's not how you inspect the floor. Okay. Yeah. Now I've learned if if I do help him out, if he needs help or something, I just keep my mouth shut, do exactly what he wants. It's just much better that way rather than me trying to say, no, you don't, you know, you know where I'm going with that. He's a perfectionist. I, I was never a crazy perfectionist. Almost, uh, you know, I know we all have the eye, but. His eye is much keener than most people, and it's brutal to work with. But don't lose the opportunity there, Rob. For for instance, when you when no, you I know keep the opportunity is I just keep my mouth shut, do exactly no, what no, he no. tells me to do. No, 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 no. No, no. no. hold no. on a second. Hold on a second. So you're sacrificing to help him, right? So when you go out to the van to get something, and you know he's coming up behind you. Lean on the van like you're in excruciating pain, but you don't want to talk about it. I'm, I'm here to help you. You're my kid. I don't want to talk about the agony I'm in right now. You know what I mean? Have, have Pauline float to him like, gosh, I can't believe Rob got up to help you today, the amount of pain he was in. That, then, you know, pop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You could use that, uh, use that to your advantage. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I don't have friends, family, or kids. Right. Right? I can't believe it took this long to do this this podcast. Yeah, this is. But I mean, in, in all serious, man. I mean, really, uh, it's. You know, people take for granted how hard this job is, and if they don't do it every day, or or sometimes it's exciting to them because oh, you know, they they're doing it one time and it's in their own home, and but this is your job every day. You know, the guy that the guy that changes tires every day for a living doesn't want to come home and change tires on the weekend. You know what I mean? And so I, I do think keeping your friends and family separate, man, and uh, most most of the time, it, it, it's not a good thing. So I, I'm, 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 I've come to learn in life that I'm really dead set against it. And uh, as my opinion, everybody, but everybody can look at it the way that they look at it. Um, you know, it's funny you say that. Uh, I was watching a game one day and Pauline was, uh, she walked out and she was taking pictures of my feet. And I said, what are you doing? She goes, oh, you're this hotshot NWFA wood floor instructor and everything. I'm just going to show everybody how terrible our floors look. I said, all right, I get it. Yeah. So I sanded the floors. 
no floor guy wants to do his own floor. There's no money in doing your own floors. I mean, I, I know what you did is a little bit different, but there's no money in it. So, any, all right, I did it, okay? And now Pauline's really – now Pauline's, you know, she's been with me since almost high school. So she's been on jobs. She knows how tough it is and everything. But on this one, I'm it's just me. I'm working alone. So every once in a while, she'd bring a cold cloth. And nobody's better to work for than Pauline. Cold cloths, cold drinks, you know, just never stops. You know, what can I do for you type stuff? Let me take care of you. Oh, my God, you're working so hard. It's so hot. So finally she goes, and I'm I'm done sanding. Everything's done, and I'm down to the scraping and, you know, hand stuff. She goes, is there anything I can do to help him? You know, I'm really feeling guilty that you're, you know, been doing this for days. And I said, uh, you know, I'm just scraping. Really? That's all I got left. She goes, do you want me to help you scrape? I said, yeah, sure. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, so I showed her here. Here's how you scrape, you scrape it, and then you hand sand it, you know, and here's how you do it. I said, if you're sharp, you know, I'll sharpen your scrapers for you. Yeah. So she starts in the hallway closet. So there's four corners and the, and the jams, Okay. She probably came over to me nine times to have the scraper sharpened. I don't know what I don't know what she was doing, right? But every time she came over to me, she was a little hotter. Her smile went away just a little bit more. She was a little dustier. You know what I mean? Yep. By the ninth time, I'm I know she's ready to just smash me in the head with that scraper. She looks at me and she hands me the scraper and file, says, I'm done. Then she says, I can't believe you make my son do this. Oh. <laughs> I looked at her. I said, she goes, I cannot believe that you make our son do this. This is unbelievable. And she just kind of walked away. And I was thinking, man, I've been doing this since I was a little kid. You know what? Yeah. Where's the where's the love for me? But mm -hmm. I think that is a win. <laughs> you know, there there along the lines of this is kind of like a cousin to this uh, topic is uh, is uh, doing a cash job, and they say I'll give you cash for this, which you know usually the homeowner is the one that wins in a cash job. Really, I mean, you know, you can't especially you can't deduct. You know, you, you get ten ninety nine. In fact, I. Talked to a guy not too long ago who uh, was doing work for a guy. Did a lot of work for a guy in a year, and the guy said, "Yeah, we'll do it with the cash." And he goes, "Okay, great." And he's he's pocketing the cash for all this time, and then he gets a ten ninety nine at the end of the year. <laughs> so, so much of, for the cash discount. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a different topic, but um, but be careful, man. And uh, doesn't really help your business in most cases. You can't write off a lot of stuff at the end of the year against that ten ninety nine and stuff. So. Um, uh, I like the, what you talked about here, this one bullet. This is a great bullet, and this is a conversation I wish I had told people. Look at, um, I'll do your floors, but you're getting me. You're going to get the best floor job. Nobody's going to care about your home. I think that's what you got to be promoting here and not just a low discounted price is you're going to use, you know, top of the line materials everything is going to be you know perfect you're going to treat their house like it was yours type of thing 
I think the friends and family thing, I wish I had done more of uh, priced it out and talked about, well, at least you can trust me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going anywhere in your life or something like that where I like how you wrote it here. You're not getting a break. You're showing them that they're going to be getting a great job and not yeah. a, a price break. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. I mean, and, and you know, I listen, there's some people, there's some, uh, there's some family relatives and the friends that are not even asking for the break in price. They just want you because they know you're good. And that's you, that you have to weigh and still, I still, I don't like doing work for friends and family, even in that instance, because it's something that it's me mixing family and friends and you're tied to that floor every single day and night and whatever. And I, 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 in retrospect, would have no desire to work for family or friends, and no matter what the circumstances. I know that that uh, uh, it's me, and I'm. I'm uh, well, you probably don't have to worry about that anymore, right? No, I've, I've fixed all that. Yeah. I mean, now that you're national sales manager, and you've just run out of family and friends. Yes. Well, not- we're, I'm I'm down to you, and I'm not quite sure how you know this is. Going. I could use a recoat. Yeah, I think could, yeah, I think yeah. my floors do need is recoat. Yep. I want to recoat them before they start to wear, you know? All right, Wayne, let me tell you another good one. Um, I was doing a job for family out of state. So I said, look at, um, just give me the rough layout here of, uh, you know, the square footage of the room. Now, and I'm not exaggerating this. So this family member is going to definitely know who I'm talking about, but she's a Harvard graduate. Okay. And all I wanted was square footage of the room. She sends me a a letter in the mail with thousands of numbers on it. And the numbers read like this, 157 and a half by 173 and a quarter. Give me inches. And 174... And five eighths by 151 and two thirds. And I am just, I'm like, all right, this is inches. But, you know, she told me that there was, you know, three rooms. And I'm getting, I, I got 19 measurements for three rooms, you know. Mm-hmm. So I call her up and I said, what, what are these numbers? She goes, well, you know, you wanted me to, to measure out the rooms. Well, she was, of course, the one was all in inches. And she was also measuring each side of the room. Oh, boy. So I was getting two measurements. So I said to her, I go, so what I'm figuring is this really is 12 by 14. Can I, am I safe yeah. to say that? I said, I just want you to go to the center of the room mm-hmm. and tell me the closest, biggest number you're looking at. That's all I want you to do right now. All right. And this was this was a Harvard graduate. Wow. Wow. You know, yeah. I, I also extend these same uh, these same rules that I have to neighbors uh, while we're at it. Um, I don't I don't I really don't like working for neighbors either. I just keep all that separate. Um, I'm. I'm 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 very sensitive, Rob, and the wrong you know the wrong the wrong thing said here and there, and then that's a problem. 
So I, I really, every rule I just said for friends and families, I would also apply that to neighbors, I think. Well, I don't mind working for neighbors. I've done a lot of work for neighbors. But one of the most depressing ones I ever saw was, and I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, I was driving by the house in the neighborhood that I had done, and the guy next door to him, <coughs> excuse me, and the guy next door to him, who I know that they're very close, was using a different floor guy. There was another floor guy. His truck was in the driveway. So I was like, oh, man. what? So maybe I am a little, little on the tender side when it comes to the neighbors because I was blown away when I saw that one. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I've I had like a neighbor two door down for me to have another floor guy do his work. I was offended by it and I still didn't want to do the job. <laughs> I guess nobody put, gets to do his floors. Just put carpet in next time. Yeah, That'll make yeah. me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want the job, but the fact he didn't ask me to do the job was offensive. Right. So all, all right. three of my kids, all three of my kids though, Working with family and friends, working for Bum, I've learned just just do what he says. Yeah, Emily, and those damn cup floors. I have to actually go in and repair a couple of splinters too. She goes, Dad, there's a couple of splinters, and and I don't want the boys to get hurt. So I was like, Oh my God, that uh, it never never had a job like never had a call like that in my life. Splintering, there it is. Grandkids getting splinters. And then Rebecca, the youngest one, her and her husband bought a house. Floors were in pretty decent shape. So I said, you know, let me just come in. I'll do a recoat, a couple coats of Traffic HD. This thing's going to look beautiful. Actually, I think we did Traffic Natural. Screened it, cleaned it, you know, did nice. Of course, they, my son was pointing out some stroke marks and, you know, a little, little bit of dust here and there. And uh, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate you. You got to love when a floor guy can walk in and look at your job and, you know, pick it apart, especially him. But of course, you know, I didn't charge him, you know. So she goes, uh, uh, I said to her, are you putting down area rugs? I said, yeah. She says, yes. I said, okay, listen, um, don't use, you know, the cheap stuff because it will, you'll get that waffling effect and it mitigates yeah. you to finish and everything. It's just a nightmare. I said, you know, use this carpeting, uh, carpet holder, whatever you want to call it. What are they? Carpet packing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, uh, what do they call it? The, the carpet the mat. Yeah. Carpet. Yeah. yeah. So I said, this is the one that we tell everybody at the schools, nomove.com. Okay. And they make Where? a natural rubber rug underlayment that won't leave any marks in the floor. And she goes, okay. Oh, great. Great. Uh, she calls me like a week later. She's like, are you kidding me about that no move thing? That stuff's pretty expensive. I, I said, you're, you're kidding, right? You, you got a $2,000 screening coat for free and you're busting my chops over the, over the price of a little bit of carpet pad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Family and friends. There you go. Uh, actually, Rob, give that website again. That's a good website. Uh, is it N? Is it's, it uh, it's it's spelled uh, no move, but I'll spell it for you. N is in Nancy O, 
M as in mother, U, V as in Victor, nomove.com. And so, like I said, it's a natural rubber rug underlayment. Try to say that one quick. And um, that's the one that uh, we recommend it to everybody who comes to the school because we're trying to teach people you don't just do floors now. You want to keep that floor for life. And if somebody uses the wrong rubber rug underlayment and now you have to deal with it, you know, you have to deal if you're doing a screening coat or whatever, a recoat, and, and they've used the wrong carpet pad. I, I mean, you've seen them. Jeez, it's amazing what these, these things will do. I've had trouble sanding that stuff out sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Using the wrong one. Yep, for sure. That's good. Uh, at least, at least there's a a, a little bit more uh, technical stuff out of this uh, podcast, other than the emotional part of working with friends. So, anyhow, yeah, if you got a friend or family that wants to work for for, hey, say look, listen to the podcast first. You'll see what every tradesman is up against. What we go you're through. Welcome. And you're, you're welcome. welcome. Yes, exactly right. All right, Rob. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.